Hey there. If you have been trying to get back into regular riding and it's either just life in general is proving or the sticking point for you or it's a confidence issue, I want you to join me for a free live training that I'm running this week. It's the seven days to get you back into confident regular riding. I can guarantee you, you will be back in the saddle in seven days if you follow what I'm telling you in this. It's an action plan, step by step day by day. And not only that, it also is going to help you going on after that. Okay. We're going to be chatting about that as well. So once you're back in the saddle, woohoo, little celebration, but then, then you have the whole experience out there in front of you. And we're going to be chatting about that as well. So you can join me over there for that. It's absolutely free at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash webinar. It's happening this Thursday, 2nd of July. I'll see you there. Bye. Do you have a few polls lying around that you can use this week? I'm going to give you an exercise that is so simple to set up, but it has the power to transform your riding and your horse's development going forward. And you don't need any distancing, no tapes involved. You ready? You keen? Okay, we're good to go. Hi there, my name is Norna Leeson and welcome to the Daily Strides podcast, the podcast for equestrians all over the world, helping you to have better conversations with your horse. And what I want to do this week is we are going to begin working over ground poles, okay? But just single ground poles spread randomly around the arena. So I want you to go out and I want you to get creative. Now, there's a couple of ways you can approach this. You can, first of all, just walk out into the arena and let's say you have five poles, okay? And the poles, if, if they're all different lengths, that's even better. I know when we were younger, I say we, myself and my sister, when we were younger and we were riding, we didn't have great big long poles. We didn't have nine foot or 12 foot poles. We had um, fencing poles. So they were usually four foot poles that we were using. And what happened was initially we kind of felt so put out because we didn't have lovely, fantastic jumping poles. But what ended up happening was we actually, those poles trained us to be more accurate. <laughs> So <laughs> the short poles are good and there are benefits in shorter poles, okay? But anyway, what I do want you to do is you can either go out and just randomly put them around your arena. Now, I mean randomly in that they're not all in a line. They're not on the outside track. They are kind of turned different ways. They're at all different angles to each other. They're just random, okay? Random, any way you want, completely random. The other way you can do this is to actually get yourself a pen and paper and just do a scribble, which is wonderful. So scribble, you know, you know the way a child would scribble and they kind of do circles and they kind of go back and wonky and they do all sorts of things. Do a scribble, okay? And then from there, lay the poles out on your scribble because very often when people start to lay them out in the arena, they think, oh, I'll just move it a bit this way. I'll just, and they get too caught up in the placement of the poles. This has nothing to do with where the poles are placed. In fact, the more random the placement of these poles, the better. Now, obviously, within the confines that you're not going to have it, that you go over it and run into a wall or something, okay? You know, common sense, apply it. But, um, Seriously, just spread them out around the arena, okay? From there, I want you to get on your horse and you can do this exercise in walk, trot, or canter. You're going to begin riding different tracks over the poles, okay? Now, what this does is, first of all, number one, for you as a rider, you know what one of the biggest challenges riders have in the arena? That if they could just get over this one thing, ah, oh, it'd be night and day going forward. They don't 
plan anything. They turn turns or they change reins or in their head they've planned it. Yeah, I'm going to do a serpentine here, but they don't tell the horse and they never tell the horse that anything's happening. And from there, they end up wheelbarrowing around corners. So they're kind of pulling reins, horse turns and it's all very kind of reactive based, okay? I want your riding to be responsive based. And I want the responses that you are then doing to be based on the plan you have in your head for what you're going to ride, okay? So I want you to start thinking forward. This is a great exercise to get you to think forward. And what I would do initially, you know, very often a track of maybe 10 poles can seem a little daunting. And also it's quite hard to concentrate. And really and truly, I mean, like if you're going to concentrate and you're going to ride every single pole as best as you can, and we're going to chat about that just now, but if you're going to be doing that, 10 poles can be quite a lot, okay? So what I'm going to suggest you do is you choose three poles initially, okay? And just ride different variations of tracks or of courses or whatever you want to call it, okay, over these three poles, okay? And you can just begin to really get mindful about the track and about what you're doing between the poles. And that brings me to the second point, okay? Many riders feel that riding a line is something that only pertains to people who are jumping. <laughs> and that's nonsense. You have to be able to ride a line regardless of what you're doing, okay? If you can ride a straight line, you are halfway there regarding keeping your horse and helping your horse to develop physically and mentally um, on a track, okay? Which is really, really key to for straightness and everything else as it goes on, okay? So I want you to, once you've got your track planned out and once you begin to ride it, you are going to begin looking for the lines and you're going to ride the lines, okay? Now, initially, you will have to plan the lines, You'll have to plan everything. You'll have to say, okay, there's point A, there's point B. I want to do a straight line from point A to point B that is going to intersect at a right angle over that pole, okay? The middle of that pole or whatever the case is, okay? And you can then begin to just plan, plan, plan. And once you can begin to see the lines, you will then find that as I said, initially, you're going to have to kind of really being aware of it and consciously planning it. You will then find that over time, you don't have to consciously do that anymore. You're going to be able to ride really, really accurate lines without ever having to think about it. It's one of those things you can put onto autopilot, which is going to help you and your horse going forward. And if you're asking, how can it help? Well, think about transitions. Think about straightness through transitions. Imagine if you did not have to think, oh, is my horse on track or has he kind of derailed here a little bit every single time you do a transition? If you can get into the habit of riding lines, and this is a great way to train yourself to do that, if you can get into that habit, you will then automatically just know when things are not right and you'll be able to begin fixing it without having to consciously keep on checking everything, okay? So it'll make a huge difference. So think about the lines, think about how straight you are to the pole, by straight, what we want is that your horse's shoulders and your shoulders, if you could imagine they were squared to the pole that you're approaching. And again, if you've never done poles before, don't stress, you can do this in walk, okay? So, and you could also do it in groundwork, even if you wanted, or long lining with your horse, but you can do it in walk. So you want to square your horse's shoulders, square your shoulders to the pole. And then as you then move away from the pole, you want the hindquarters to be squared as well. So you don't want the horse veering left or veering right after the pole. There must be a clear, clean line straight through the pole, okay? 
straight over it and as you go on and of course building it then to trot and then again later cantering as well is really really important here because you're getting to develop everything as it goes okay from there you can then begin to think about the striding and riding over these just randomly placed poles is fantastic for getting you to become really aware of your horse's strides and not only the amount of strides, so, ooh, okay, I, I've only got four strides left before the pole, but also then the distance your horse is making on each stride, which, of course, is really, really important. And again, this is not only to do with jumping. This can be for the trail. If you know there's something coming up, like maybe a little bit of a divot in the ground, or maybe there's a gate or something that's coming up, you, if you can tell how many strides you can get between there and there, and therefore, based on that, you can make adjustments to that stride, that is really, really powerful. So it's important. This is an important skill for all riders to learn, but you can do it using the single pole on the ground. Count yourself in five, four, three, two, one. Count yourself out one, two, three, four, five, whatever the case is, but get really, really clear on the strides and not only the amount, as I said, but also how much ground your horse is covering. Later, you can then begin to play with that. You can begin to adjust the stride length in order to cover different ground with different amounts of strides and whatever the case is, okay? You can really, really play with this. And this all comes down to your development. But doing it over these single randomly placed poles is going to start that. It's going to open it up for you, okay? And then finally, from all of that, you can begin to actually work on developing yourself and your horse. So the first thing would be rhythm, that your horse is not speeding up or your horse, the tempo is not changing, whether it be speeding up or slowing down before, over, or after each pole, okay? That you can keep the horse on, on rhythm, the same rhythm all the way around. You could then look at suppleness. How well is your horse bending and flexing as he moves between the poles? Can you keep him on track? Is he derailing? Maybe his shoulders, he's falling in. Maybe his hindquarters are falling out. Whatever the case is, you can begin to work on suppleness then between the poles. And not only that, as your horse moves over the poles themselves, well, that's suppleness because he's having to lift those legs as he's going over the poles, okay? So now you're getting a different level of suppleness. You're not only getting the suppleness, the, the lateral suppleness, so you're getting um, where he's moving from side to side, but now you're getting the longitudinal suppleness as well. And that is where you're getting that lovely stretch over his top. So if you could think of it from ears to tail. You're getting that stretchiness coming in there as well. And also then the suppleness through the joints. And this is all with this one simple exercise of just throwing out random poles around the arena and just going for it. And really intrigued. And not just like wheelbarrowing. And I think that's key. It has to be. The very first point I said to you was to plan it out. Plan, give yourself two poles or three poles. I'm going to suggest three poles. I think we can all manage a track of three poles, okay? We can all remember that. So I'm going to suggest three poles initially. Plan it out where those three poles are going to be. And then later you can begin to raise the poles if you want. You could add jumps into that space if you want. Or if you just wanted to keep it with the poles, it is going to be a really, really valuable exercise for you and your horse. So plan it out and then think about straightness and the line, ride the line, use it to develop your eye, to see the line, to feel the line, to ride the line. Think about the strides, the distance that your horse is covering with each stride and how many strides you're getting before and after each of the poles, okay? That you can begin to actually actively begin to make decisions based on what ground 
around your horse's covering going forward from here and then finally use it to actually develop your horse so take some of the different maybe principles from the training scale or whatever you want to however you want to use it and um, take these different principles and weave it in make it be the focus for that particular day as you work on this with your horse i hope you found this really helpful i think it's an exercise that can benefit all riders at all levels and also all horses as well and um, it can help you both to make a plan moving forward in your riding and on that note talking about a plan i am going to invite you to pop over and download the free weeks worth of riding and um, plan that i've created for you it's over at stridesforsuccess.com forward slash plan there we go that's pretty simple hey and um, you can get it there and it's got a week worth of different ideas and exercises that you can use with your horse this week if you're feeling a little just lost with regards to what to do with your horse in the arena this week I'm going to suggest you pop over there and you get it. it's absolutely free stridesforsuccess.com forward slash plan okay have a great week keep well and i will chat to you soon be good bye